Welcome, welcome. It is the crossover podcast between the Chase Down and Light Years. I'm Justin Rowan, joined by Carter Rodriguez. Um, Carter, you've called me out in the past for not asking you how you're doing when we have guests on. So, uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. The basketball world uh, could not care less about Cavs Warriors right now. Nope. Because the Sixers <laughs> are melting down before our very eyes. Oh, man. The Warriors didn't ruin the NBA because we still have the Sixers and we still have an unreal amount of bullshit. Uh, to help break everything down, we also have Andy Lou and Sam Esfandiari. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Do you, you think that people listen when they hear our names? Do you think that? Oh, God, no. I. You know what? We have access to our numbers now, and I am really, really interested to see just how badly like the numbers tank by having you guys on the question is can andy and i make up for like the the amount of listeners you're gonna lose can our steph steph curry tea party members make up that that loss (laughs) well you know what our california numbers are actually pretty strong so maybe uh maybe you guys don't even have poll maybe they're already here maybe they've been (laughs) lingering with us they like you. Well, those because uh, they they like because Warriors fans like you guys. They, but for us, I feel like we're just me and Cyber just no, hate, no hated. one likes. No, you. no one. We don't <laughs> we even like it. you guys. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> y'all got no choice. It's just like, well, shoot, we gotta get, we gotta end to get any time on for year four of this crap. <laughs> As, well, that's one thing we're going to get into. I don't think that what the people want is a traditional preview podcast because we've been here a bunch of times. Um, I, I think I was every... just breaking down film on, uh, on how J.R. Smith guards, uh, flare screens. So yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <and take laughs> <it off. laughs> All right. We'll, we'll give you the podium later on, but I, I want, I want to dive into one, the Sixers. Cause I, I think that's the, the top thing we got to do. Then from there, I think we need to dive into just how upset everybody is that this is the matchup for a fourth year in a row and just kind of let some of the other teams have it. The ones that weren't worthy of beating uh, either the Cavs or the Warriors, but everybody wanted to beat the Cavs and the Warriors. But starting off with the Brian Colangelo thing. The fact that the that the league was so embarrassed by Sam Hinkie that they, <laughs> they forced him out and then suggested to the Sixers, hey, we got a real steady guy for you. Yeah, we we actually got five of them. (laughs) (laughs) Got five of them. Does anybody have some tweets that they can read out? What's funny is I I just woke up, so Justin stole all my jokes. So now I'm now I'm very stressed out. So we we got we got to we got to talk about the elephant in the room, which is the ringer leaks this (laughs) less than um, what a day after the Celtics get eliminated. Yeah, I'm waiting to see what hit pieces they have on. On the Raptors and 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 the uh, the Knicks coming out the next week, you know, just taking care of the whole division. This is literally uh, a, it's a battle of the burners. Ainge is using his burner website to go after the Sixers. Ben Dietrich really went full Infowars on this. Remember when Glenn Beck used to do those uh, weird chalkboard segments? That's yeah, what yeah. this was like. <laughs> This is so outrageous, and I don't even know where the implications start. Like, I guess he just gets fired. 
And is that the end of it? I don't want to. I don't think. I don't think so because he was leaking out like HIPAA information about uh, Jalil Okafor. (laughs) Like if I'm Okafor's. Wow. (laughs) What? He's he's yeah. So I was gonna. So I was gonna say there's been other cases. Like I remember the the old Warriors GM got caught for posting on um, Golden State of Mind, but he was just posting stuff like defending. Right. The moves of the team, like Monte's Monte's a rising star. Baron would have just, um, you know, dim his light. It's better they turn it over to Monte. They'll be better in the long run. Like stuff like that, or it's right. like, you know, it's it's really lame. It's, Which it's was also facts. <laughs> yes, but like, um, it wasn't like uh, he's out here like saying like Jaleel Okafor has an eating problem. That's why we ha- they had to trade him. You know, like just very damning inside information. Here, here's wow. one of my favorites. Okay, so one of his accounts was called Honest Abe, which is great to begin with. But here's <laughs> him comparing Embiid to Porzingis. I am a Philly fan, but out trade the process. See, here's the thing. His grammar was awful in a lot of these tweets. So oh, I'm so going to read try- a word for he word. He was either trying to throw people off or he's just I think he was trying to throw people off. I'm, I'm a Philly fan, but out trade the process for the unicorn in a heart bit, the account wrote. Such, <laughs> wow. such a wow. smarter player. And in response to a Sixers Nation post about Embiid committing a foul, unknown sources, another one of his replied, I am sure it's hard for him to process the fact that this is now Ben's team. So he is acting up. This eagle foul is costing us big. Holy shit. And he said that Embiid was acting like a tool, which Joel Embiid is like now just going after these burners and Colangelo right now. This is one of the most outrageous things that's ever happened. And I'm not sure I can even think of like another example. <laughs> Man, like, uh, like Sh- Sheridan, Hoops, Sheridan Hoops really lost his narrative that the Sixers are the stable organization that LeBron's been looking for. Like, uh, imagine if the KD <laughs> burner stuff had come out with while he was still on the team. And I still am not sure it's that crazy. No, this is pretty bad. Because this, like, KD, like, whatever, like, you're flexible. Like, Colangelo's never going to get another job. No. <laughs> and he got this one because of his of dad. His dad, right? Yeah. yeah it's not like he's, he's basically the yeah, Austin Rivers. A fraud. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if Austin Rivers had a bunch of burners going after teammates. <laughs> oh, God, the Austin Rivers burner saying... Chris Paul, Chris Paul's an overrated point guard. The <laughs> offense would flow better if Austin was if Austin was running it. <laughs> now, now you now you see how Blake is failing in Detroit. <laughs> Clippers yeah. much better off with Austin. Much better off. Wow. So he he leaked Jello Okafor. So he broke HIPAA violations, and he was trashing on Embiid a little bit. Yeah, he he tweeted. Wow. He tweeted at Woj saying that the the Sixers traded uh, Okafer, but the trade got nullified because he failed a physical, and <laughs> and that the team kept it quiet, but now Okafer is making a mockery of the team when they did him this favor. Dude, but, just text Woj. You, you know not need to do this. Woj follows that account, too, so it's funny because I think Woj probably knows about this. There's probably there's probably <laughs> right? an article based off that. Do you think after Woj he said that, he just... he just lost one of his sources? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you think Woj just immediately was like, Brian, you can just text me. Like, I, I know it's you. You know I know it's you. you, know I, know it's you. I followed you. 
That wasn't an accident, Brian. Wait, what, but Woj really follows him? I think Woj follows. I like, swear to God, people. I saw it. He like follows. When... Wow. Oh. I think yeah, no, Woj... he does. I think Woj should be put on the stand here. Like, what did you know, Adrian? Were you holding out on us? <laughs> That's actually a really good point, especially if he's following these accounts. Yeah, if he yeah. if if he's just been sitting on this scoop. <laughs> what are we doing here, man? And like he, I didn't. Isn't it Ben Simmons? Uh, I need to double check this, but isn't it Simmons that's dating one of the uh, Kardashians or Jenner or whatever? Kendall Jenner. Jenner yeah, so that was like another that. thing that he was tweeting that he was concerned about that he he's not focused enough. And then of Aren't course we he all, went, Brian, and and then <laughs> then he went after Markel Fultz. Like he went after too many. Yeah, I was gonna players. say what were the Fultz tweets? Because that's been a weird thing all year, and he's they've been throwing him under the bus all the time anyway. Well, he said that there was like some family trauma that Fultz is like trying to process, which he thought was a funny joke. Um, and, and he also blamed like failed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Roasted. He, so he said he was traumatized hey, by something. Dead. Like, <laughs> and then also blamed uh, like his mentor or whatever or his trainer for messing up his shot and trying to change it around. By the way, uh, Woj has unfollowed the account. Yes. He he has. Uh, yep. I just looked at it. He has seven twenty one followers. Now he has 720. This is, by the way, this is why you guys listen to the podcast. This investigating journalism from us. Yeah, which is uh, all going to be dated and like broken down in depth on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> yep, and he has unfollowed, and now Woj is tweeting about, um, and be talking ESPN. Oh, Woj is going to get so spicy about this now. You can, uh, you just know he's going to fire me somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I I think we should move on from that because I'm sure there's going to be a lot more developments that are going to be very dated by the time that people are listening to this podcast. Um, so I guess some congratulations are in order for you guys. Uh, the We Believe 2 movement uh, was successful. The The Warriors <laughs> came back <laughs> against the Rockets and uh, beat them in Game 7. Uh, I, I guess, what are some of your thoughts on, on the matter for the for those that haven't math, listened to life? Math is players? a fraud. Math is fake. It's not real. <laughs> uh, like James Harden in uh, elimination games. Yes, exactly. Um, I don't know. Uh, that was. I think the Warriors officially morphed into being the Cavs the, this last couple series. I they, actually they no really, res- dude. I respected no that about going. them. <laughs> there was no reason that should have gone seven. I don't care how good the Rockets are. It was just. It, they literally didn't even even bother showing up till the second half of Game Seven. It was infuriating to watch, but also kind of very on brand. So, it do was, you guys? Yeah. Do you guys enjoy watching the Cavs sometimes? Because th- this whole season, the Warriors, I have I have yet to enjoy. Oh, Andy, you're such a dick. You are such a dick that you have <laughs> this team, and you're like, ah, you know what? Just hasn't been hasn't been my flavor. No, I, I don't like it. Like we have legitimate drama. You have oh, we're not trying as hard as we could. God, you're privileged. <laughs> just over. like just like the Splash Brothers. No, but I mean like <laughs> that's kind of the, the that landed with me season. at least. <laughs> it, it worked right. That one that one worked. That worked. 
that that's that's who they are though i mean i, I think me and sam have been whining kind of the whole series after the first three games that these guys just don't care and then they really how do, how do you not care in an elimination game i don't understand how in a game six and a game seven for the first half you don't show up i really don't understand i like if you guys can tell me how that's possible please because they but, don't have to show up andy oh that's yeah. why they needed to play for five minutes they needed basically five minutes <sighs> You know what's funny this, is they actually just learned the, their lesson. That's what like is funny about you being so frustrated is like they were total tryhards the, the year they won seventy three, and then they it didn't matter. So now they feel burned, so they won't do that anymore. And what I really like about it too is you do start to get like some of that internal fighting and stuff and like dirty looks because it's like draymond will sacrifice shots for the offense steph sacrifice shots for the offense clay sacrifice shots and then it's durant who's just like kind of launching in isolation and they're all like just kind of giving him those glares i i do at least appreciate that i like that there's some drama there yeah, I thought Draymond was going to kill Katie in the middle, of, uh, at the end of the first half. Um, Katie was just not interested in playing any defense, and Draymond just started ripping into it. Was, I, I was waiting for the uh, the Lisa Salter halftime report, you know, part two of a of an interview oh, fight watching those guys. I don't know. It's um, you guys. You guys have lived this longer than us. This is still a new <laughs> phenomenon for me and Andy. We're not we, we haven't we're not fully dead inside. We remember when teams tried in the regular season. <laughs> yeah, well, I I mean <laughs> calling you... Western Conference Finals Game Seven the regular season. Sam, as a Celtics fan, you know trying in the regular season more than anyone. So uh, are are you buying into the the moral victory of the Boston Celtics here? The uh, that hey we 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 took them to the brink even though we had two chances at elimination and just absolutely blew it. I mean they they had the most uh, playing with house money situation ever. They're never gonna get that again. Um, l- let them have it. They're next year. It's gonna be all expectations. You know, Kyrie and Hayward sure. back. I if they don't that. win, it's it's gonna it's gonna turn very quick. Maybe not next year, but within a season. But they, they also got to play both sides of that with no consequences, at least in their own mind. Like, they're, they're sitting there. <laughs> so you go in, you're up 3-2 after game five. Kevin Love gets taken out after five minutes. And of the remaining players, you probably have arguably four of the best five players in the series. And you just completely blow that. Like, and and nobody's supposed to be held accountable. And I, I the best part for me of them losing is that you get so many Boston fans, at least on my timeline, that are like, man, this is this is definitely in my top two favorite Celtics teams of all time. So much heart. And no <laughs> stars. It's just Stevens dragging them along. And I, I, just, I just, I love it. I absolutely love it. But, I mean, you, you got, so when was the last time the Cavs were a playoff team and literally were playing with house money? Like, uh, never <laughs> you maybe maybe 2007 maybe the first time lebron like when he went nuts on the pistons and no one thought they were going to win that series and he just single-handedly went nuts there and they went to the finals and then basically from that point on it was irrational expectations anytime lebron was on the Cavs, right right so i i just think it's that they haven't had um 
any sort of like it's going to turn very quick. Let them let them have their moment here. Next year, it's going to be very, very dramatic. <laughs> Yo, I think LeBron is is the guy that's playing with house money here now, though. Like he, yeah, he got it now. Made. He is. Yeah. <laughs> Now they are like I, I think it's safe to say that this is like a successful season in the Cavs eyes because you lose Kyrie Irving. It was always going to take a little while to bounce back from that. You despite what some people thought at the time, they weren't a better team after the trade um, with all the issues they've had. I, I think getting to the finals, um, that's that's kind of a win for this season. I have a I have a theory that LeBron is, is so light years that he understands that. Unless he puts together like Kawhi and George and Kyrie, that he's not going to beat the Warriors. So he just stripped the team down to its worst possible form, but still knew that he could make the Eastern Conference Finals. So somehow he has essentially won the finals without actually being able to win one. Because what all I hear is about how great he is compared to MJ and he's the GOAT now. It's just genius. That's just the greatest PR move I've ever seen. Andy, you tweeted that if LeBron gets this team to the finals, he's the goat. <laughs> and yeah. I, I, I like my remember. I, I like my theory a little better that uh, you guys, in your own eyes, think that uh, the Warriors threw 2016 to get Durant. LeBron's throwing this year so that Durant feels comfortable leaving because he can't win one championship, lose this year, and then leave. And we all know Durant wants out. So <laughs> with them losing this year, Durant gets to walk away and then LeBron gets Paul George next year and wins the next three championships. I just <sighs> want to talk about how everyone's so salty about this series. And it's like, first off, they're actually still only salty about the Warriors. That's what I realized. Outside of Matt Moore, they're only salty about the Warriors. Like People were amazed by LeBron. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, a fair point. Like, they're literally just they, – what they're saying is they wanted someone to beat the Warriors, and they're mad because they know the Cavs can't. But it has very little to do with actual fatigue. And even if it did, it's like if you are looking for someone to beat the Warriors, you really want to – You do. Would, would the Celtics be so novel and so fun? <laughs> they, they couldn't beat this Cavs team Boston, that you hate. Boston put up a 102.1 offensive rating against the Cavs, who have the worst defense to ever make it out of the first round. What are they going to do against the Warriors? Like, sure, I honestly, I think that's what better it, than they put. That's better than the Rockets put up against the Warriors, by the way, with Chris Paul. Just, just to put it in there, math is fake. It does not work. <laughs> Amazing. Is it seriously? Yes. They, yeah, no, they, I mean, think Warriors about, have think the best about, offensive rating and uh, or defensive rating in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, but just think about it. All the games, game four and five, which the Rockets won, they won on defense and they deserve to win them. The Warriors completely shit both those games away. But it was what was it like ninety four to ninety six? Oh, to be like, clear, it wasn't like they were generating good offense. The Rockets should have won games six and seven. Like, when you're looking at where they got to, the point they got to, from there they should have right. been able to bring it home. But they just played like idiots. I, I know people talk about the 27 straight missed threes, but go back. Like, there's compilation videos of, like, every one of those threes. Count how many you think are a good decision. I, I counted, like, eight. Oh, it's just it's just pure chucking. It was just like, let's, let's chuck, and it has to go in at some point. And that's, you know, Math I, mean, is I guess – 
<laughs> exactly. It's fake. Exactly. It's totally fake. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know, man. I just don't think it's funny. Like just the the knots people turn themselves into to well, like just justify watching. not wanting to watch the Warriors. I, like, I don't know anyone who Rockets, likes watching. Yeah, who likes yeah. watching Houston? The Rockets <laughs> turning into America's team with James Harden and Chris Paul leading them was that's that's the moment I realized we're officially the Lakers. It's not even like there's no scenario where the the Warriors will will be liked by anyone outside of the fan base, and you just gotta kind of have to own it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, you got people rooting for LeBron and the <laughs> dysfunctional ass Cavs who do not deserve anyone's uh, affections, but that's what that it happens every year, and it's amazing that like it's so nice, like all of a sudden. That, uh, that like everyone's like, oh, like everyone's all of a sudden very much on board with the Cavs. And I'm very much ready for them to be so mad at them for not being good enough to win this series. That's <laughs> well, what's going to happen. They never hated, though, right? They weren't hated that much, were they? Or, or yeah, I don't no know one as well res- as you guys. But, but no one wants to see them win in the East again. No. Again. Again. That makes sense. And like, like it's the old rhythm that we've talked about a billion times is like, we gas up who they're going to play. The Cavs beat them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we shit on the team they just beat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They suck because we're mad at them. That's that's what, that's what like, I yeah. this entire reaction to this finals rematch for me has just been watching people misdiagnosing their own emotions. <laughs> like, they that's think it's just point. fatigue. They think it's just fatigue. They think they don't want to watch these teams play anymore. No, they want to see the Warriors get beat, and they're mad that the Cavs weren't well-run enough to build a team that could beat them. Yeah, and and yeah. that same same reason people were mad at Indy. Like I I heard so many podcasts talk about how Indy blew it in the, in round one. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like because you because the alternative is that the Cavs are just better and they can't handle that because they don't deserve to be. Oh, that's, a, that's a good point. It's like, dude, what do you expect Oladipo to do in a seven-game series against LeBron? Right? Yeah, no, that <laughs> that makes sense. Like, yeah, you you can't expect. Like, I don't. I'm not really mad at James Harden. Because it's like, what do you want him to do against the Warriors? You want him to take over a game? He's not LeBron. Like, he's not yeah. going to take but, but over that the game. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. We kind of have to, like, make a decision at some point. Or it's like, are, are you a superstar? Are you going to be held to that standard? Because it's like James Harden. This is now quite a few elimination games in a row now where I get it. He's ran out of gas. But at the same time, like the amount of energy he wasted in that series, like trying to switch and and get a mismatch when it's like, okay, I get that Clay or KD is a a great defender, but you should still be able to go out and score on those guys and wasting your energy trying to get on Looney or Bell or and and then just. Yeah. And then shout out Depoy Looney. Right. And then just trying to draw a foul there. Like you spent 18 seconds of the shot clock trying to get in a one on one situation and you're jacking up a bad shot against them. Like use your full energy on whoever's in front of you. Attack a little quicker. Like um, he's there. They should have won that series. And I think some blame actually needs to go on them. I, I know that. Maybe things would have been different with Chris Paul, and and on the Warrior side, it's maybe things would have been different with Iguodala, but they absolutely had more than enough firepower and talent to to win that series, and and they need to be held accountable for losing, in my opinion. Counterpoint: No, they didn't. The Warriors didn't try very hard. 
Right, but that's my point. Three out of every four. If you're going to get breaks, you have to be able to capitalize. Like the Cavs got breaks in 2016, but they were there. They didn't quit. They didn't. Like, yeah, that's. They didn't lose that their composure. <laughs> that's my point. The Warriors made just enough self-inflicted errors for the Cavs to take advantage of it in 16. The Warriors probably made more self-inflicted errors against Houston. I would like, definitely just in terms say of, so. Just in terms of like effort, like the Warriors probably mailed in game three and 16. Like that was a no-show game and fine, whatever. Um, and then like the Draymond suspension stuff, but like that's all self-inflicted. It's not like the Warriors didn't come out opening tip full intensity in game seven you know they didn't come out in like the middle of the third quarter trying after throwing away the first half like houston should have houston was up 11 points at halftime they should have taken that home i don't know yeah yeah maybe i don't know i don't think they were very good uh without paul and uh and boy can i not believe that the uh, Luke Richard and Ba uh, Army uh, were so disappointed by <laughs> his inability to to to, hold, to hang offensively. I was trying against... to figure out why you were having such a tough time with their with that word, and then I realized you're making a punch. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is what kills me about NBA Twitter: is we have watched Luke Richard and Ba Mute not be able to score and tank his team's offense against good defenses in the playoffs every year he's ever made the playoffs <laughs> and then all of a sudden because he's on houston they're like oh man this guy's switchable you're gonna be able to throw him on kd and the uh, you know the math and, if he just takes and, enough threes and, and if he just hits hits just enough he'll never hit just enough <laughs> it's crazy you know what i, I kind of see a spider-man memeing at this point well, on those particular <laughs> points it's just the way that you as a fan of the team that you for look at how other people view other teams and you're like dude stop hoping for the best case scenario for the other team versus what may be like a c effort for your team you know what i mean like like hey if serge Ibaka hits this many shots and if oj og whatever the hell and pascal siakam <laughs> is able to do this okay then they're they're going to be able to squeeze out a couple wins here and the home crowd will squeeze out a couple wins there and maybe they can make this a seven game series. And then, and then anything's possible in a seven game series. It's like, dude, like that's not how basketball works. You don't get to just ha you see the best in one team and then hope that, you know, the Warriors and Cavs are going to play bad. Um, and it, and then, and then you win a coin flip. By, by the way, guys, I feel like you should be way more mad that uh, Houston didn't win. You know that the Warriors got that lucky because I didn't think they could either. But at, at the same the title time, for you, in my opinion. Well, I, I would have felt pretty good, especially because they were saying that Paul wouldn't have played until like game yeah, three. But I don't, still, I, I don't think Paul would have played much at all. Like he grade two hamstring. He's a lot. He's, he's, he's going to try and get, he would have tried in the in like game four, game three, and he would have been moving at like you know it it would have been. It would have been bad. I mean, Houston did what I thought that they were going to do. Like, that's why, like, even as they were up in game six and seven, I'm like, okay, well, the Warriors are going to come back because they were going to blow their opportunity. As we said, the Warriors gave them a chance. If they made smarter decisions, they would have won those games, but they didn't. I, I loved, was it Stephen Jackson that was criticizing Dan Tony? Probably. Uh, Somewhere, yeah, right? yeah, I I, th I think it was Stack Jack that 
he was talking about how Dan Tony will come into a game with a game plan and that's it. Like there's never going to be an adjustment. And like even the mic yep. up things were just Dan Tony being like, all right, well, go out there and do it. Like I, I gave you a game plan. Go, go play. And I, I, I disagree with Carter. Like I, I think the Warriors are clearly the better team and, and that they should have won and that they didn't have to try all all game. But if Houston would have just managed the game better, if they would have looked for better shots and used their energy in a more productive way, they could have won those games. But it's Houston. That's why I said that they, they shouldn't be free from criticism. Yes, they challenged the Warriors more than people thought, uh, but they still ended up choking this away. Justin, can you please, for the love of God, account for the fact that the Warriors were missing superstar Andre Iguodala? Yeah, they were missing Where half of their finals MVPs. From? They were missing half of their finals MVPs. That's that's fair. What sick. is this? Like, I tweeted this. He, like, who who does he know in the media that he's texting right now? <laughs> that people are Steve losing Kerr. their minds Steve like Kerr. that. Steve Kerr is on his burner. Saying Andre is the one who keeps it all together. Yo, who, I, I made Jake some Clark, joke Jake about... Clark, who who runs that account? Because it's not <laughs> someone named Jake Clark. I want to know whose burner that is. <laughs> An auctioneer, really, Jake? That sounds like a believable career. We don't buy it. Andre Godala is the peak version of Warriors fans. Is like the peak version of Warriors fans and NBA Twitter blending together. He's like the guy, and I love Andre Godala. He's the smartest player on the team, in my opinion. He is He is the guy, though, if you're, like, on the internet too much, is the guy <laughs> that you overvalue. You know what I mean? Like, like and, then, and then he's the guy, if you're not ever on the internet and you're a casual fan, you're just like, well, that's Godala. He can't score 15 points. Yeah, he, gets, he, he, averages, he averages six and three. How good can he really be, right? And then he gets overrated <laughs> on the other side. That, that's, you know, that's his life. Yeah, I don't win. know, man. I just think, like, with him, it's just like – but the Warriors, just the simplest solution is the correct one. <laughs> They're, he's really good. Don't get me wrong. But, like, it also it like has as much to do with, like, the losers on the bench that this Warriors team has. I was thinking about this the other day. Well, it, you, no, you it think, has everything to do with Kerr not wanting to make an adjustment. It's like, hey, Iguodala's out. Maybe I should put my two best players in a pick and roll. Nah. Yeah, gonna the let, one, gonna the one guy Looney in our lineup initiate. that can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, gonna let Looney initiate and pretend he's a Godala. You know, it's like it's that kind of stuff too. This matchup really is crazy because you have the superstar small forward that has his bags packed against the Cavs and the coach that holds his team back against Tyron Lue. <laughs> yeah, the, the Warriors are going to try to make this interesting because they're just well. It's weird because like they in those. It will never burn them because they the talent disparity is too large. But it is like it has to be a little concerning for you guys that not only is this a team that has learned from the Cavs how to mail it in most of the time, they're also complete mental midgets when it's really really tight. <laughs> that's facts. That's 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 facts. That's something that it's something that all super teams go through. But the fact that the Warriors smashed everyone by forty last year, they skipped it. It's like how they skipped losing in 2015, right? Um, so they lost in 2016. So they skipped that. So they were actually supposed to lose because of that super team problem this year. But because they're so freaking good, they can dick around and still win in seven against Houston and get away with it. That's like the thing. They get away with everything. 
And so now they're in the finals again. <laughs> and let's see if they let's see if they can screw around and make this like a six game series, right? Which I have no doubt they'll find a way to do. No doubt. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. They're, giving, they're even... giving away at least one game. Just and then and then you're probably getting one game which LeBron just beats everyone by himself. So that's two right there. That's two. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. they're gonna lose the games. LeBron scores like fifty. It's tough to approach this series from, like, an intellectual standpoint because you're sitting there and you're like, okay, well, the Warriors can do all of this stuff, so... um, But they won't. (laughs) Maybe. I I mean, you don't know how much of a grudge they they still hold. They they might kick it into another gear because even last year I felt like... I'm sure Larry Nance has quite a a grudge. (laughs) Quite a grudge. Larry Nance just hates them. I was referring to the grudge the Warriors players hold, you smartass. Whatever. Oh, I don't think they hold a grudge. I don't think they hold a grudge at all. Actually, that's the this. um, I think it's the complete opposite. I think they're gonna they're gonna treat Cleveland like every other regular season team. God, I I think it's the ultimate manifestation of the lack of joy that they now feel as a team. Like it's the manifestation of like KD like not even being that happy when they won the title, like saying he was disappointed by it, which I think is one of my favorite quotes that we haven't. Oh, I like still, I live other, for that. I live Like for that's that. one of the craziest quotes of all time that just didn't get traction for some reason. He was like, one, yeah, of the fake, one of the fakest deep quotes of all time. Yeah. I thought it'd it be was better. Nothing. It didn't it, affect my It was life. just depressing. <laughs> and what's so funny is like, like, I think this is the manifestation of that is that they just don't like nothing matters to them. They're just going to like, win and it's fine like 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 their highs are so limited and their lows are so limited at this point like they're just perpetually operating between four and a half and five and a half out of ten on on their mood scale and like so how could they possibly engender like contempt for the calves nothing matters to them anymore they're just nihilists just basketball nihilists except for clay thompson yeah, but Clay, Clay doesn't like. He's too Clay high to care. Clay, like Clay doesn't have negative energy anyway. No, that's true. He just he just kind of does his Clay thing. Yeah, he he's on his own world. He's not part of this. <laughs> he's not part of this. I liked when I liked when they introduced yesterday the Western Conference Finals: Golden State Warriors and Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> it just it's it was it spoke so much, and it was just like. And then you see, obviously, uh, we're reading into it. I, st- I do still think, despite the fact that um, he's probably not too happy with what's going on, that series probably gets them to resign um, at least for another year or two. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that picture that they took, too, the Vincent's picture of them, and he's just – everybody's laughing and smiling. He's just standing there crouched over, and his face is just, like, empty. How, so how much do you hate KD, Andy? Listen, listen. If Kevin Durant wins another fucking M- Finals MVP, I'm gonna lose it. See that, like that, <laughs> that's what it. I'm rooting for, basically. Like I want it to be a competitive series. Uh, maybe the Cavs steal a couple games, and Durant gets Finals MVP. Like I basically want the Cavs to like just sell out on Steph and allow Durant to get those buckets because we can just ignore that fact while you guys just. Every single day in all caps. Actually, Durant was open because of Steph's gravity, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's I true. Got, hey, guys, I just upgraded my equipment. My screenshots of Steph being triple teamed are going to be in the best HD. <laughs> like, you guys aren't even ready for it. I think one of my favorite things that you guys do 
on your accounts is when when you aren't doing a bit and I'm watching you try to compliment Kevin Durant. <laughs> it's, you like, know. it's like when you ask someone what they think of their in-laws. <laughs> like that's that's the same kind of compliment that you give. No, no, he's he's good. He's good. No. He's yeah, they're nice. Yeah, they're they're good people. Sam uh Sam spent all season lecturing me that we should appreciate Kevin Durant and then he did a complete U-turn after game five and start going off about how Kevin Durant needs to hand hands the keys back over to Steph. And I was sitting here like, yo, Steph's gotta want the ball too. And we just went at each other over that. I was like, what is going on here? See, that that's what we do in the times of um, times of struggle. We don't we don't get used to it, so we just start turning on guys. And dude, you guys should have heard Oracle Arena in Game Six when they were down 17 and KD was jacking up ISOs. Whew, we had some. You think we're bad? <laughs> These guys, the reaction. In Did there Silicon the Valley start sounding like Boston? <laughs> dude the thing that's it is so interesting like like i think there's no greater test case for um intangible stuff uh with the warriors and like the kd factor it's like we care like their their offense is unbeatable with kd it is just unstoppable but then aesthetically it's so much less pleasing and like the the joy that the staff led offenses created was just so important feeling that when it's not there you just can't help but resent it right like well, Durant's like uh, the steady force and Steph just goes on like these bursts that are so painful well it's like we we all watch we all like basketball for aesthetic reasons on some level or another well, and yeah. there's just like I don't know. Steph's up there with just the the most fun players you've you've seen in your lifetime. Right. I put LeBron in there too. When LeBron's fully engaged, Obviously. just like a physical force of another level. I'd actually even I'd put Westbrook up there too, just because he's out of his mind. What the? That, was, a, like, that was a, that was another in-laws compliment. Yeah. What the okay. fuck was that? Yeah. I'm actually impressed yeah. with the tone. Move it along. Like he he yeah. he stayed in the same tone as the rest. Very serious. But doesn't but doesn't like Kevin Durant dominating have like a Tim Duncan, like Kareem Abdul Jabbar, where you're like, oh wow, that was very fundamental. Like you're you're just like not very excited. Like like, the most, yeah, go ahead. the, The most excited I've ever got watching Kevin Durant was when he was in that brief period of time in OKC and at the beginning of this year with the Warriors engaged on defense and was just having like all those chase down blocks and. Just all sorts of, by the way, you like, you like how I tie that in? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just like he was making random physical plays using his length on defense. Like that was exciting because it was unexpected as opposed to watching him hit an 18-footer, you know, 10 times in a row, which is just a very boring play. I I don't – do you think like to a degree the Durant thing is just that like he doesn't – I have to be careful using this because I don't want to say he's like doesn't have good basketball IQ because obviously he does, but he just doesn't seem to feel the game at the same level as other all-time greats. Well, what what I what I think it is with Ooh. Durant is I think he has a great sense of team basketball and he passes well in those situations, 
but when he does go into scoring, he just doesn't have the that vision in those scenarios. Like he doesn't make a lot of uh, passes out of isolation. He's not reading the court because he's he's like a, a top three scorer in the history of the league in, in terms of just talent oh, and being see, able to see, get I, a shot off. I disagree with both you guys. I I don't think it has anything to do with his it's actual ego. Ab- with this actual ability exactly like i could oh no no that i wasn't he's saying it was a, an ability a, thing it's it's yeah. that's what his focus is in those situations I've, his his play is so dictated by his mood like <laughs> i i'm just telling it, it is though like you watch him like if he's in a good mood he'll be moving the ball around and scoring when he wants to you know in the flow that's and then true. he'll get into these moments where it's like you could tell in his head he's like i gotta outshine lebron so he like goes into this tunnel vision to try to show what he can do and then it's it's just kind of like i mean it, it works half the time just because he's that good but it's just kind of joyless to watch well no, no he, he like needs he can tell you this to like steven head, smith right yeah, exactly. There, there you go. That's the way to put it. You can tell which games he's playing that he watched first take that morning, basically. <laughs> it all comes down to there's no one who needs to log off more than yes. Kevin Durant. A logged off oh, Kevin yeah. Durant is a top like five all time player. Oh, yeah. But he oh, just oh, he hates the Internet so much. And he has so much stuff he could do. That's the thing. We're losers. We're supposed to be on the internet. Yes. We got, we, we got to get Katie a wife. Is what, that it, like, actually is a really good point. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, he would, Clay needed he would definitely dote on her. I think I think he'd be a very compassionate lover. <laughs> <laughs> maybe and maybe that's the key with LeBron, why he finds another gear in the playoffs, is because he, he turns off all his social media. Maybe he's got a bunch of burners we don't know about. We know LeBron needs to log off, but like he's just so. But like he, it doesn't affect him right? in the same way. Like he's such a loser in his own like dorky way. Right, like, he's going to be posting like, Instagram videos like three hours worth of videos of him. Like LeBron out. is a dork online, and just Kevin in Durant my bag, you're yeah. 15. It's yeah. mad, but but yeah, LeBron is mad is LeBron it could be corny, but he's at least it's endearing. You know, if you're someone that. You know, is a Cavs fan or like LeBron? At least it's kind of cool. But with KD, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like, like it's not really that endearing. It's like, dude, come on. What, what, <laughs> do, what do we make of Durant's comments after the game, where he was asked about the Rockets catching the Warriors, and he said anything could happen this summer for both sides. LeBron, I mean, KD. him, him and Braun on the Lakers. It's, I, yep. I'm not gonna lie, it's it's gonna be kind of an exciting combo. <laughs> <laughs> If they it were teaming the up, I'd love it to. I'd love them to go to like the Kings, so that Boston and all their <laughs> fucking talk about the Kings pick that they own just goes out the window. <laughs> I just drove by the. I was just in SAC uh, two days ago and drove by the old Sleep Train Arena and the new one. There is nothing. If those guys, <laughs> there's nothing. I don't know why they have a team. Like they're, they're, I make Sacks, fun of. Say, hey, 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 enough on the Sac slander. The Sac's a fine city. Okay, oh, okay. Like Memphis has a team. If Memphis shouldn't have a team, Sacramento shouldn't have a team. Let's not let's not be biased. All right, like those teams, they shouldn't be there. Yo, Woj is going at the ringer right now. I just saw it. (laughs) This is a good NBA Twitter night. Oh, (laughs) all time. I think this is actually really good because I think the narrative, um of like the fatigue with this finals matchup 
would have gotten insufferable. But now we have this for the next three days. Yeah, and that's good. Is gonna that's help. really good, especially Wednesday, because Wednesday's always like that slow day where they just hope that someone says something batshit crazy in the morning, so it can be like the discussion of the day. This this is going to hold us over for a few days. Oh what gosh, the fuck? What if the ringer's wrong on this? By the way, oh that'd be that. It's an not. Thing. I'll note that from, and I'm sorry to go back to this, but it's too fascinating. That's amazing. It's not like their track record's that good with reporting. Like, what have they broken before other than LeBron Kevin to the O'Connor's Lakers. like way too soon oh, LeBron to L.A.? I do like that Kevin O'Connor is like the designated obituary writer. Like, he, anytime it's, oh, this team needs to rebuild or this guy's gone, it's always him. Huh? When you're the number one man, you know? <laughs> When you're the number one man. So we should probably talk a <laughs> little <you're> bit. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I think I think like being in your company turns me into a worse person. So it's actually <laughs> your guys' fault. <laughs> we get that a lot. No, it makes sense. People are going to be like, yo, these are different versions of Chase Down that we've listened to throughout the year. With the, hey, it could be better. They might like it. I'm I'm uh, I mean I'm just I'm, I'm so like, hyped off slander and this story that it's it's just got me in a good mood for days. But uh <laughs> we should probably talk a little bit about this matchup. Um from your perspective. <laughs> yeah, God, I know. Not a lot because I, I think there's there's not a lot to be said. Like Oh, can can I I have one. I have I have a good question for Sam and Andy about this uh about this Warriors team. Go for it. Do you think Bob Myers did a shitty job this year? Ooh. No. I, it occurred um, to me that he had a shitty year. Um, No. So uh, the roster stuff, like. I, That's his job, have, Sam. No, no, no. <laughs> the hear, roster hear stuff. He sucked they putting have, the team together. They have four all-stars who start at the one through the four. They also have Andre Iguodala as their fifth best player. They had more than enough wings the way the roster is constructed and it makes all the sense in the world to have one extra big because you don't know what bigs you actually can count on. Like there's no, none of their bigs are reliable. Right. Um, and I think it was just kind of, I don't know. They didn't, the odds that everyone was going to get hurt at the same time. And they were going to run into a team who they needed eight wings. Like who needs eight wings on their roster? Right. I don't know, so, man. Playing the way I mean, they I guess do, you, you, you could, do. I guess you could. I guess you could make the case. Maybe they could have kept Omri over Damian Jones. I don't know, but Damian Jones is someone they think will probably play next year. Well, um, I, I think there's more I, obvious candidates to be cut. Yeah, Zaza? I just think you're not. You're not cutting Zaza. He's the most important bench player. My, uh, <laughs> the point look, is, I'm, they they if you're going to take a couple swings at wings, when you're a team that famously plays their best when they're playing small, which is important. Right, but so much of but so much of that roster was about having big men to get through the grind so they could play small in the playoffs. Yeah, but you only need four. They have like nine. Uh, I, I think I think it's Steve Kerr's fault, by the way. I'm not I'm not a Bob Myers. Uh, I mean, I'm, what we're, we're really talking about is like the 15th man on the bench. Like this goes back to my initial point, which is like 
I'm I refuse to let McCaw and Iguodala being hurt be an excuse for them getting into a series versus Houston. Yeah, like, yeah. It's Steph and KD's fault and Draymond and Clay. Yeah. Nobody else but those guys. It, it's and not. Kerr, and yeah. they're and just Kerr. like there's you're really you you guys just had Jeff Green be your second best player in a game seven. And you're really going to blame Bob Myers because he didn't have a ninth wing on the bench. Like, I think I think you're giving him too much. I think you're letting him off the hook too easy because there were I'm more sorry. wings on this year's roster than any of the years before. It How just, about just getting productive bench players? They don't have enough productive bench players. That's my I think. Point. I think they do. I think I think I think it's on Kerr. Like you, you really don't think you can get competent minutes out of what they have on their bench. Like, oh, yes, N- Nick Young can't be relied on to run the motion sets the way that Andre Iguodala can because he's Nick Young. There's a bunch of coaches who could get you 15 minutes a game out of Nick Young just asking him to spot up. But Kerr wants him to be able to, you know, set down screens. But when has Nick Young ever helped a team in his NBA career? Uh, he like won, the, Clip- he won the Clippers a game in the playoffs. I thought he was fine. I thought he was fine in this series. He should have probably played a well, no, actually if you played I think more, you're most I think they mostly sign guys who are not capable of playing in the playoffs in in really really competitive series. I don't know like I feel like who are they going to sign? What on is going on? Eddie's is that another bong me. rip? That's not me. Sam. Not oh, me. that was me. I was washing a dish. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sam was taking What is wrong with Sam? you? I thought that was a bong rip. I said it's done. And I thought that happened la- one of I think maybe two years ago when we had you guys on. But I've, I've heard of like that was me. Dur- that was me two years ago. <laughs> I, have, I have chores to do around the house. So. I've, I've heard of airing dirty laundry on a podcast, but not dirty dishes. Um, <laughs> we have an update on the Colangelo system or the situation. Um, so I'm surprised that the Ringer didn't try to do this in their investigative journalism. But someone went to reset password on all of those accounts, and they all have the same, like, ending phone number and Colangelo's email address. <laughs> nah, nah. Like, how, how did nobody think to do that? Oh, my. I might God. have to go. Uh, as soon as I get off this, I got to go kind of – Clean up my burners real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, that's amazing. Yo, Danny Ainge just tweeted. Um, uh, Dan Greenberg tweeted the best part of this Ainge. Best part of this is Ainge definitely is it's Janos and everybody loves it. And Ainge did the emoji with the shush hand. Oh my god. Oh boy. Oh boy, here we go. All right, so so let's wild. let's wrap things up with just I guess finals predictions. Um, <laughs> this is the best finals preview that we could have possibly done um, because <laughs> I mean it's chapter four, and I, I think that's actually some of the reasons for frustration with a lot of the writers is that they just kind of ran out of narrative, so that's why they wanted like a cute story like Boston so that they could write a story, even though that the actual material product wasn't terrible. going to be any better be yeah. typical media making it about themselves they'd be shelled the the celtics would have absolutely got shelled 
Uh, I don't think things are going to go great for the Cavs. I, I hope that they can steal a game or two. But uh, let's go with series predictions. Andy, we'll wait, start wait, with hold you. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Let's do, let's do you can't pick Warriors in five. I saw that on Twitter today. I like that. <laughs> you can't pick Warriors um, can. You can't. You cannot pick Warriors in five because I think everyone's picking Warriors in five. Okay, Andy. I'm so. picking Warriors in four. <laughs> um, well, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, if I had to choose, if I had to do it that way, I think the Warriors do give one away. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Warriors in four would be the pick, which would bode well for me, by the way, because it ended on Friday. I can celebrate on Friday night instead of a Monday night. Just gonna let that, everybody. Know. Yeah, really that important. makes a difference yeah. for you, Andy. Thank that you, makes guys. Andy, was it you or Sam that just said that media makes it all about themselves? Sam, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like the sentence before he was complaining about what day the series is going to end on. Talk about making it all about yourself, by the way. You're 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 so disinterested in this in this series that you're doing chores. God, we are the worst. All right, Samuel, what do you got? Uh, LeBron's gonna average over thirty points a game. That's my pick. I like it. <laughs> he's gonna have um, a triple double too. I think it's gonna I'm be gonna a thirty six. point triple double. I don't know. I, actually, if he... I think he's gonna. I six. think he's gonna make noise. Well, if you said I can't pick five, I'm gonna say six. True. True. I think uh, it's either going to they're either doubling down on their complete laziness or they're engaging. And I'm going with laziness. Fair. Yeah. I, I, if what you guys said earlier is true, that they, they just genuinely don't care about who the opponent is. They don't they're not even going to get up for LeBron. Then if I'm not allowed to pick five, then why not? Yeah, let's let's go Warriors in six. I mean, shit. The Pelicans got two games off of them, um, except they only got one. But oh, well, okay. <laughs> don't don't tell me facts. Don't tell Ohio me facts. news, baby. No, I respect that. I do the same shit. I was actually I just, just going through the schedule and looking for how many W's there were, and then I was realized I'm on the Warriors schedule, so that's why there's W's. We'll always have the Pelicans destroying Portland. God, that was crazy. I like that I challenged Ben Dietrich's report without having read it all the way, and then immediately it was that thing came out about uh, that all the accounts are tied to the same phone number. Wait, who challenged it? I did. Oh, you did. I was like, ah, are we sure about this? And then immediately, nope, I'm an idiot. Perfect, uh, perfect. What a world. Well, let's oh, wrap that, it up on Carter being an idiot. Uh, oh, fair. Well, thanks. Make All right, sure, guys, this was fun. It was a lot of fun. So thanks a to slap dash. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Seb. Thanks to Andy Carter. Thanks for coming on as well. I, I know you're normally here, but uh, for putting up with more annoying voices than just myself. Uh, thanks to our <laughs> listeners. Make sure that you guys subscribe both to the Chase Down podcast as well as Light Years. Leave a five star review. Don't be a dick. Don't don't leave four. Don't leave three. Don't don't ignore it. Just do it. It's free. Uh, so thanks, you guys, and uh, until next time, go Cavs.